All right. How's it going? Well, oh, that's right it's the dawn of a new age in america i move over cheeto in chief (laughs) now we've got one of those organic white cheddar cheetos in chief yeah and i i hope that the original flavor cheeto uh Let's a uh, picture be snapped of him looking really sad so he can be the new sad Jordan meme for the next uh, several years. Oh, have you seen that picture of him looking real sad? Um, He's got his white hat on and he's carrying a, like a bag, a plastic bag of it looks like takeout. And I he's like may have he's doing like the Christmas time is here <laughs> <laughs> kind of pose. <laughs> what in the hell is going on upstairs somebody's on the phone and i think they're taking their marching orders yeah they they heard you march directly above me they're doing their their john philip Sousa best up there uh yes that's right folks we did it us specifically yep all of that all that teasing that we did. He mm-hmm. heard it. It's a pretty big feather in my cap. You know what's funny is that um, <clears throat> I can see like the demographics for the show, you know, when I look up, uh, you know, go, go to upload a new episode. There's a little demographic map that shows where all the listeners are and, you know, what they, were they listening on their phone or on a computer and all that. And we do get about one a week a download from Langley, Virginia. And I always wonder, I'm like, do we have a fan? (laughs) Perhaps because we have made jokes about killing the president so many times. (laughs) Yeah, I think that we just are on a watch list and someone is forced to listen to this against their will. And it's just a... Well, it's a living. I can't imagine like having that job where you get assigned to watch someone who maybe I don't know is mad at the guy from the men's warehouse. <laughs> but he just says he's gonna kill the president all the time yeah. and so every time he says it around his you know, smart TV. <laughs> they get a, they oh. get a notification. They're like, "Should we pass this along to George Zimmer? <laughs> Should we let him know his life is in danger?" I I thought you meant like the guy from the commercials of the Men's Warehouse. Like, uh, he's just been telling everybody you're gonna like the way you look. Yeah, I he's the pre- he is a president. So that's what I yeah. was. Yeah, just so mad because I look like shit in suits. <laughs> bought all of these suits and i just walk around from room to room 
There are no mirrors that haven't been broken in my house. <laughs> I have very wide hips and small sloping <laughs> shoulders. They, they said there was nothing they could do for me. Steal out in the middle they of the night a... like Mr. Hyde. No one can see me in the dark. I'm going to kill the guy from the men's warehouse commercials. The police are like, we didn't see his face, but he had a very unique silhouette. <laughs> it's one of those ones that when, when you see it, you're not sure if it's a vase or two faces. <laughs> if you look at it upside down, it's a very old woman. <laughs> I like the idea of a guy just it, like in a normal suit. He looks like he's. A clown, like with the giant hoop pants. <laughs> Always running away from a bull. Trying to spray it with a seltzer bottle. Anyway, that's the guy to be on the lookout for. Absolutely. He's going to kill a president. Really, uh... Anyone who has the physical dimensions of a clown but is not wearing face paint, you can just presume is a clown in disguise. They're yeah, they, wa they walk among us. <laughs> Remember all those clown sightings back in like 2012? It was more recent than that, wasn't it? I think it was like 2015 or 2016, the lurking clown epidemic. Yeah. Was it? It feels so long ago. I it, it was around the time of the previous election. And they were like all over not just the United States but the world. I You're I think right. that there must have been 16 clown sightings. So funny. Oh yeah, all over S Singapore, Norway, New Zealand, One Mexico. One of the first ones to get arrested, I think, was in Kentucky. And sometime in the past year, I remembered that and tried to look, look him up and see if I could find his Facebook page, but I could not. He had a really common name. It was very difficult. It was John Smith. <laughs> yeah. Some say it was the same John Smith from the Pocahontas movie. Mm. He was lurking in the woods uh, looking for his lost colony of Roanoke. <laughs> what was the... Uh, they carved croatone mm -hmm. into a tree and nobody knew what that meant. Maybe it was like a misspelling. Croat. Crouton. Crouton. <laughs> Had to run out for crotones. Be back soon. And then the rest of it washed away. Mm. The the bark healed. Well, how have you been celebrating? Um I I haven't gotten to celebrate much. I I've 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 just been celebrating by having uh, fizzy feelings percolating in the old noggin. I, I first I went to brunch. Okay. And then 
uh, I watched Saturday Night Live, and I was like, it's good again. Was it? It was the Chappelle episode, right? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I was doing a bit. I I, I don't watch that show. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they did a thing where... uh, they had they did like a sad goodbye for Donald Trump like they did for Hillary Clinton um no just him doing a soulful <laughs> rendition of of macho man what <laughs> <clears throat> they got YMCA and Macho Man. Is there another Village People song that's popular? In the Navy? Yeah, I guess that one's... It's not as big as the others, though. You know? Mm-hmm. That would be, you know, kind of like a... I couldn't think of a band that only had two big hits. Do you think that it would have been bigger if they had tried to bring all arms of uh, the military together? If they in gotten... the army or the navy or the air force or the coast guard, mm-hmm. even the national be... guard, those weekend warriors, they they'd have to go back and re-record now to include space force. <laughs> Damn, you know what? The Village People are still an extant band, right? They just have different members. I'm not sure about that. Because they should just make a song about Space Force now. Is there, like, are there original members left, or have they uh, been cycling them out, and, and now we have possibly a whole new Village People? I think that's what it is. I I don't want to say for sure that... uh. Do you have to fit an established role, or can you uh, invent your own village character? Oh, look at this. There's a whole section in the Wikipedia page. Lineup. And uh, then that's number four, and then there's 4.1 through 4.15. So there have been multiple, multiple iterations and it looks like there are there is a gap where they did not exist in the uh, late '80s, probably because everyone hated disco so much. Yeah, and then then they brought you know the disco boom of the '90s. I remember having a gym class that was uh, very dance centric, and we we did the Macarena, but. I, I also spent a whole day doing uh, the YMCA dance one time, which not didn't really take an hour to learn how to do that one, as long as you know your letters. Still fun. Yeah. I used to have a record called Disco Mickey Mouse, and <clears throat> boy, oh boy, they just let the people who wrote songs for Disney back in the day do cocaine. <laughs> I still get the songs. Was from this the... like Mickey uh, uh, covering disco songs, or are these original Disney? Or, uh, They're Mickey? original Disney. Yeah, they're songs about the Disney characters, but they were all disco songs. I'm I'm familiar with Disco Duck, but I think that's probably the only one. Disco Duck is actually not a Disney. 
It's uh, it's actually written by uh, Rick Dees. Yeah, yeah. But there is they do a a parody of Macho Man on that. It's Macho Duck, and it is just clearly Macho Man, but with Duck instead. I can I I can remember the lyrics very vividly. <clears throat> There's a part where it says, "Can he move?" Well, guess what? Watch his little waddle strut, and then he goes, <laughs> "Oh yeah." <laughs> Well, feathers fly when he gets wild. It's uh, riled. It's like a pillow fight gone wild. Oh, baby! I can't do a Donald Duck voice. Yeah, you. That was closer to Meat Wad, I believe. But uh, I, I would listen to Macho Wad as well. Macho Wad. Macho Wad sounds pretty yeah. good. You gotta watcho where your Macho Wad lands. <laughs> Macho Wad, also a great uh, a double entendre. Mm-hmm. It looks like for the the beginning years of the of the village people, there was a one guy named Victor Willis whose role was cop slash admiral slash athlete slash gigolo <laughs> slash nondescript. <laughs> He was a, a background people. Yeah. He would uh change change his role to to fit uh which lineup. Maybe there was a better cop out there. Becomes the admiral. Maybe there's a, a roller skating village person, so he can't be the athlete this time. Well, I got This is very interesting, but Victor Willis is still in or has returned to the village people. There's also a guy in in the timeline called Ray Stevens, which <laughs> I mean, I they would... were going for a different sound. <laughs> it says he played the streak. <laughs> Well, do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. Uh, This one is called In School Suspension of Disbelief. In School Suspension of Disbelief. Yes. And I I, I was recently uh, uh, thinking about how the in-school suspension at my middle school growing up was in a little dirty trailer behind the school. Oh, so it was really slightly outside of school suspension. Um, they would put you in the shoe. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about uh, the most violent kids being crammed into a small, uncomfortable, cold space to not learn. Uh, <laughs> that'll teach you you know it it it, it seems like uh i know we've had a, an idea to do a teaching podcast in the past but it was a little bit um we were all in it for the money and didn't really want to do teaching but i think that this could possibly be a dangerous minds slash that's exactly what i was thinking uh style teaching podcast where we need to get some chairs that we can flip around backwards mm-hmm. 
This I my I sit in an office chair. It has armrests, so I can't. I can never go Commander Riker style on it. Hmm. Maybe that's and I think you uh, what just we sit start on the with. Floor. Is... Uh, no, I'm sitting on a very short, uncomfortable office chair that, uh, the, the, the hydraulics are broken. So every time I get up, it raises all the way up. It's like a, you could really plop down in that thing and it'll Mm -hmm. absorb the shock. A cat has entered the studio. Ooh. Is this a bad cat? Could we teach this cat a lesson? I guess there he goes. Okay, we we could couch that lesson, you know, in the world that he he um, lives in. You know, we we could try to teach him math, but it's mm. you know, if there are five mice in the house and you eat two, how many are left? And I'm sorry, I just. I'm a bit distracted by the the cat entering for a moment, but I wanted to say he did not leave. I said there he goes. He did not leave of his own volition. My wife picked him up and carried him out. And the other day, my wife said to me, "You never talk about me on the podcast." And I was like, "What?" I guess that uh, I just when I tell stories, I I don't mention the fact I was with my wife at the time, mm. and I just wanted to be clear on the record. This isn't some Beatles thing where I'm like, oh, I can't let the fans know I'm married or it ruins the sex appeal. (laughs) I have a wife and I love her very much. But back to what you were saying, I like the idea of just giving some tough love. Okay. Straightening these kids out. I don't know, like, if if we're going to... Everybody's doing distance education now. Maybe we could get some kids up on our screen to yell at. I, I don't know the some legality bad of this. Yeah. We'll dress up like a drill sergeant like they used to do on the uh, on uh was it Maury Povich? Oh like uh I, Montel scared, Williams. Scared straight uh kind of is Montel no Montel Williams was the talk show, right? Yeah. What am I th- oh Montel Jordan. Totally different guy. Mm-hmm. That's the uh... It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The party's yeah. Here this is way. how we do it. Yeah, that's the kind of real world lessons we could teach kids. It'd really open their minds. They and, and they'd probably respect us for that. You know, you got to tell it how it is, because they're gonna smell any any little little pieces of bullshit we're trying to feed them, trying to mix into their instant mashed potatoes at lunchtime that they have to eat in the trailer. Right. They get different, uh, they get different lunch in there. You think? Yeah. Like prison lunch. Yeah. They can't have any, any food that can be used as a weapon. Right, right, right. So, so nothing real, real hot, nothing really, no crusty bread, you know, can't yeah, have you'd... can't have a, a chicken chicken uh, leg. They they got to pull all that meat off the bone for them. I guess that is when I think about fashioning a makeshift weapon, I always go for pointiness. Mm-hmm. But hotness could also be. Oh yeah, give them a big bowl of chili to throw. 
Yeah. That's you, you just got a you got a a big pot of chili going in the toilet in your cell. <laughs> Do you know how much hot chili I can hide up my ass? <laughs> I All right, know. I got an idea. Okay. Go ahead. This is called the evening zoo. Okay. So this would be like a more laid back version of a morning zoo show. This would be like a, you know, we'd like the Dick Cavett show. We'd have like uh, intellectual types and jazz musicians. Maybe okay. we get, you know, like Kurt Vonnegut. Okay, Is he still and, and alive? like well, well, no, but uh, <laughs> we can dig him up. Um, so this is the type where where we would have uh, big armchairs around, and there'd be no desk. Like it'd be yeah. like kind of an open forum of discussion. Yeah, we'd have like Henry Kissinger and 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 Sonny Bono, <laughs> and we'd all be chain smoking. <laughs> and we'd have like we'd have a soundboard, but they'd be like more erudite sound effects. Yeah. No toilet flushes. No Billy Madison quotes. It would be like, um, maybe somebody, the sound of somebody scooting an Eames chair across a hardwood floor. <laughs> and like, a, maybe like a, a, a quote from an old movie. I couldn't think of an old movie. Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If we were to do this, uh, uh, if we we have a podcast with Zoo in the title, is there going to be like an urbane Jack Hanna that can come on and and show off his animals to us? Yeah, he just it's we have the guy from the from the uh, the Westminster Dog Show, and he just brings out very good dogs, and we hmm hmm. Blow smoke in the dogs' faces. <laughs> yeah. And uh, talk, you know, we'll go over their papers. Everybody always says their dog has papers, but I've never seen these papers, and I'd like to know what's on them. Yeah. Well, we have, that's, we have like a, a, a little dog that's dressed up like an SS officer, and he goes around asking <laughs> the other dogs for their papers. <laughs> This would be a great time for one of those uh, Casablanca soundboard mm. cues. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> I think that we probably do need to have a, a, a baby grand piano in the studio for this one as well. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. And we have Barbara Streisand sitting on top of it. Yeah, and she's going to sing songs to us. Just singing Cole Porter songs. But, like, specifically to us. Like, like mm. we're being serenaded every episode. <laughs> I like that this is supposed to be a audio format, and all we've done is describe how the look and feel of the show is going to be. The set dressings. We just have to talk about it every time. Uh-huh. We'd be like the the carpet is kind of a dark orange. Mm. Yeah, 
And we have a brown curtain. Our good friend Barbara looks as lovely as ever. Uh, her hair done up in glorious dresses. Sing us another one of those beautiful songs that make me so horny, Barbara. You must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> Just chuffing away. <laughs> We, we, we can talk about the political problems of the 1960s mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. in, in a, uh, a, a way that uh, is progressive, but shows that we in no way engage with them in our day-to-day our -day lives in any way. Right. Mm -hmm. We just keep talking about it. The, the, uh, I couldn't think of an old... <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. There was trouble in the Suez, right? Mm, yes. I don't know when that was. It, I just know it's in the middle of we didn't start the fire. <laughs> and I honestly didn't know that it was Suez until, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. I had always thought that it said trouble in the sewers. <laughs> you you thought he was uh, making a reference to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we didn't start the fire? I, I, I mean, I think I just assumed based on what I'd seen on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other cartoons, there was some serious stuff going on down mm -hmm. there. Alligators. Killer Crocodile. Solomon Grundy. A rat king that was a man who could speak to the rats like uh, Willard and wasn't just a rat whose tails had become combined and turned into a monstrosity of, of, of pain and suffering and awfulness. Yeah. Plus the chugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I assume they went down to the sewers, but they also came up. The, you had the street sharks. The street sharks. But they had to stay wet some of the time. That pink ooze from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah. Well, there were a lot of troubles in the sewers. Yeah, I, I no longer really think about manholes when I see them. But when I was a kid, I was always just like, when I get older and I'm strong enough to pick this thing <laughs> up, I'm going to go and check that shit out. Mm. How heavy is a manhole cover? Pretty heavy, I think. I've seen one moved by a, a sudden surge of flooding water. Okay. I've, I've seen people lift them like uh, people who are, you know, supposed to, to pick them up uh, have like a hook tool that they do it with. The, yeah. Stick it in the hole and... And when they pick it up, it does look bigger than you would think. I, I think that thing's got to weigh 100 pounds at least. I bet you could make a hell of a pizza on it. <laughs> it's also, it's strange that the Ninja Turtles had that that, got, that car that shot pizzas. Yeah. It would have been better to shoot manhole covers. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're just laying around everywhere down there. Somebody accidentally stomps too hard on it and it just falls in. 
Yeah. But then again, it's like the door to their house. Yeah. You know, it, it's in the interest of their own protection that they don't use their doors as ammunition. I mean, unless you got extra doors. That's true. I actually, I I have an extra door. There, you know, you've seen my house. Uh, there was a doorway right at the entrance to the house that was never shut, and it didn't need to be there. And I took it, I took it off the door frame the other day, and then I was like, I'll put this in the basement. So, but it was so big. Once I got it down to the basement, I didn't know what to do. And there's the, you know, the old, like, weird, like, coal bin door in the basement. Mm -hmm. I opened that up, you know, to stick it in there. And I'll be damned if I didn't find two more doors that had already been taken off of a doorway in the house. (laughs) So I'm just, I got them stored up. If anybody needs a door, holler at me. Or if you need a table. That's true. You can just, uh pop the one of those doors on a couple of chairs and you're, you're I gotta, ready for a banquet. Yeah, maybe do that for the holidays when everyone comes over. Just can you go honey, can you go down to the basement and get the the good doors? <laughs> you put a tablecloth on that thing, nobody's gonna know. <laughs> There's just a knob sticking <laughs> up on one side. <laughs> Well, you take that out, and you got a cup holder. Put Uncle Greg at the knob. (laughs) All right, you you got another idea for a a podcast here? Yeah, this one's called Pool Party. And I think that we should start uh, kind of gambling. I, I, I think that we set up a... Ask questions and do like an office pool, but between me, you, and any listener who would like to join in, and I'll keep uh, detailed spreadsheets, and we'll see who wins the pool. Okay. Any any specific thing that you think we would gamble about, or would it vary from week to week? Um, I think it would vary from week to week. Uh, I'd like to keep this... Uh, a positive podcast and not let it just turn into death pools. Yeah, I guess that, that's not very much fun, but you know, right now we, we, we could be betting on, on what, what day Donald Trump, Trump concedes. Yeah. If ever. Yeah. Or we could, uh, take a pool on, uh, you know, we, we could lay out, uh, <laughs> Well, this year's not very good, and the past year hasn't been very good for this. But always like, uh, what what movie is going to make the most money, or mm. you know, well, what, what, is what a... sporting team will sport the best? I think that this year would have been a great. I think it's a great year for gambling in general. If you're like me and don't really understand gambling and just kind of shy away from it, mm-hmm. the only time I ever gamble is when the odds are crazy, like bad. So I'm like, now I could just bet a dollar and become a rich person. I always bet on the worst horse at the Kentucky Derby. And just recently, I think I figured out that that's that's not ever going to work. I hate betting on the Kentucky. 
I won three years in a row, and I think that I've bet on 50 to 100 horse races since I had my, my three-year run where I thought I was good at this, and I've not cashed a single ticket since. <laughs> it was like I won a combined like $120 and then have probably lost 800 since then. People are, yeah, they always tell me about, oh, well, I, you know, I picked the trifecta and I'm, I don't, I want to bet on all the horses having a good time. Yeah. And even then, I think there's been a couple of years where I would have lost that one. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that all the horses ever have a good time. They get hit a lot. They get, well, you know, I, I have in the past theorize that perhaps these horses are masochists freaky yeah yeah and they like to be whipped so it's it's only only the horses with those sexual proclivities that will make it to a race of that magnitude mm-hmm okay it's a theory it's yeah listen it's a theory like Maybe this could be a pool. What what percentage of horses like to be whipped? We have to go out. How many horses do you think we would have to whip to get a, mm. a good sample size on this? Probably hundreds, if yeah. not thousands. Probably thousands, because we'd have to have like a, a control group of horses that we... Um, I guess we make a whip sound at them. But we don't actually whip. And they start salivating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just like the sound of that whip. It reminds them of Christmas. <laughs> Alright, I'm I'm not doing too jaunty uh marches Musical in two four yeah. time in the same episode. Is there is there a uh, I don't know if he's whipping them or not, but uh, those uh, Budweiser horses. Did they oh, do you Christmas? know the, those horses get whipped. Yeah, you you know they get whipped. Did they ever do a Budweiser Christmas commercial where they're pulling an open sleigh full of beer? I think that they have. Okay, I'm pretty sure they've tried to make that happen. That's a weird thing to ha- those horses. I don't know. It just yeah. seems like a dumb a dumb uh idea. Are people really excited about those horses? Um I, I remember the one Super Bowl where they had like the little baby uh Clydesdale and the guy watched him grow up and they did that uh uh oh he still remembers him and still lo- loves the, the his trainer. He remembers the last. I think it's just that it's like a real horse is the appeal. Like Coca-Cola's got polar bears, but they're cartoons. Get some real polar bears, Coke. Yeah. Get those polar bears. Hitch them up. Make them pull a sleigh around. Yeah. Now we're talking. I honestly, if I saw the horses, if the horses like came to town, I'd probably go check it out. But until I see those horses myself, I don't get excited to see them on TV. Yeah. I've 
Yeah. I, I, I have I, friends I've, who have been on TV, and I'm like, hey, that's great. I know that person. But if I see just some schlub on TV, I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Show me someone I know, TV. I would like, if they're going to bring the Clydesdales around America, don't don't close them up in those horse trailers. Really do the thing. Uh, hitch them up to a wagon and start up in Maine and then come down through all the states and just stop and, uh, you know, stable them. It'll be real fun. You'll be you'll be like the Clydesdales are in Kentucky probably for the next month because it's going to take them that long. And they just give them yeah. special dispensation to use the highways like the Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time that you get beer is when that. So everybody's like, hey, the horses are in town. And there's oh, a guy yeah, they're, they're pulling a, a giant barrel. Wooden barrels. <laughs> yeah. Beer, here come the beer. Everyone's children in the streets. Yay. I almost went into another Sousa march. <laughs> That's pool party. Yes. Do you have another idea? I do. This I just wrote down. This is just a working title, but Shark Tank. And it would just be, we can't, obviously we can't call it Shark Tank, but we need, you know how in England they call it Dragon's Den? Mm-hmm. So we got to come up with our own, our own thing. Horse's house. We'd be the horses. OJ's man cave. <laughs> OJ's man cave? Yeah. I mean, I guess dragons and sharks and OJ are all kind of uh, intimidating and dangerous. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like the when the British uh, went with a mythical creature... It set a precedent of taking, like, choosing a different group. Like, yeah. we could do a you know, grizzly cave, or we could do Minotaur Labyrinth. But I, I think that we gotta take from a whole new set of of possible <laughs> dangerous entities. All right, OJ's man cave. We, we we could maybe do xenomorph egg clutch. If yeah, you like that better. No, I like OJ's man cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we pony up some. Uh, maybe we get like a fifty dollar bill, and then uh, <laughs> and then we have people. Uh, Explain to us how they would spend that fifty dollars, and then we can choose to invest in their in their project or not. And uh, I like I guess this the- already because it's it's already a little bit different because we could have three people present their ideas, but only one fifty dollars. Yeah, we'll so it's not exactly like Shark Tank. Well, I guess we could we could like negotiate. We'll give you the fifty dollars, but you have to. Give some of that weed to us. Yeah. For a, we'll, we'll give you the fifty dollars for a twenty percent stake in uh, 
this the, all that sticky icky you're gonna go buy. <laughs> Are, how how much uh, do you think that they're gonna turn that fifty dollars worth of weed into? <laughs> I guess I don't I don't buy weed enough to know how much fifty dollars gets you. <laughs> <sighs> OJ's man cave. <laughs> it's such a good name. I gotta erase, erase the Shark Tank and put OJ's man cave in. All right. Well, God, we've already been recording for quite a while, huh? Yeah. Do we have Some any uh, listener s- submissions this week? We did. We did get a voicemail, so let's uh, let's head to the the podcast hotline, folks. If you have something to say to us, an idea for a podcast, or just a message of encouragement or derision, you can call us at the podcast hotline. That's seven zero two P O D C A S P. The podcast hotline. We try to get podcast, but it was taken. So. We settled for podcast. Now, uh, for some reason, I couldn't get the MP3 file of the voicemail to work, so I'm having to open the app on my phone and play it that way. I'm sorry. This might take a second. Oh, come on. Hi, um, I have had haiku brain uh, from being around Nathan for the past week or so. So I had the idea to write a series of haikus based on Sex in the City episodes. So here it goes. I made you sushi, late naked, waiting for you. You worked too late, bye. Went to Mexico, then relaxed in the shower. Pooped my pants with friends. Get love, getting wet. How do you use a smartphone? Left at the altar. (laughs) Had to get married. Found a man. Rich family. He can't get it up. Woo, this guy goes down. Face looks like a glazed donut. Can't get over it. He came in my mouth. Funkiest bunk of all time. <laughs> Draw bar date night. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Bye. Uh, thank you to Laura, my wife, <laughs> who didn't even attempt to keep up the pretense that she listens to our show. She made it clear that she just knew about the haikus because I was writing them all last mm. week I like that there was a good theme kind of a a, a series recap for uh, people who haven't watched Sex in the City I think uh, that it didn't cover any of the movie but either either one of the movies I you know I'm not sure I guess definitely not the second one I, I didn't hear anything about Dubai in there 
Oh, yeah. I thought that was the movie. I guess there were two movies. I think the first one was very, very successful, and then they waited like six or seven years to make the sequel, and it was uh, kind of entourage where they, they blew it up to crazy proportions that didn't really work for the series as a whole. They yeah, they also put it in Dubai, which yeah. is like like the rich people version of when all of the TGIF shows went to Disneyland. <laughs> it's just basically an ad for Dubai. Um All right. Now let's check out what the Podtron has. Alrighty. All right, the Podtron 4500, folks, is a it's an artificial intelligence. We give it the titles of the top thousand podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and uh, then it tries to synthesize new ideas for podcasts based on the titles of those. And, uh, uh, Andrew, do you have one? I do. This one is called Thrones. Thrones. Simply Thrones. And I think that there is a lot of talk about who's going to sit on the throne, who's going to take the throne, but not a whole lot about actual thrones and, and the beauty of making a giant metal or wooden chair with a lot of uh, decorative aspects to it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... They talk a bit about that throne in the Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's made out of steel, right? It's all swords. I think it's made out of iron. Well, is it? They're going around with iron swords? Yeah, they're all rusty. That's dumb. It's... Do they not have steel? I... I think they do. Probably. Yeah. So why do they... maybe, maybe we like, you know, we're a little bit behind on this, but maybe we could suggest ways to make their throne better by, you know, using stainless steel so it doesn't yeah. look so dingy. This, yeah, we'll have a segment that's tips for your throne. Or we talk about how to uh, what we would do to a certain throne. Do you think does Captain Kirk's chair count as a throne? I think so. If people are going to call their toilet a throne, then the captain's chair should be considered a throne i'm sure it has some other name right or maybe they just call it captain's chair maybe it's a uh captain seat yeah it should have a cool like nautical name you know well like when 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 he leaves he'll say like mr spock you have the helm oh the helm but a helm goes on your head and when I sit in a chair, I think that if you sit on your head, that's upside down. That's how astronauts sit, right? Oh, before blastoff. Maybe, maybe they agree on uh, what is up and what is down before they leave planet Earth, just so they don't get it all topsy turvy. Hmm. I always thought that was cool when I was a kid. I every time I sat upside down, I pretended I was an astronaut. 
I always liked when they would uh, drink something and it would float around in that ball that you could stick a straw into. I always wanted mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. They just, yeah, just have a blob of tang. Mm-hmm. They did all kinds of bullshit like that. Like, bring a bird into space and look look at how much it fucking hates being in space, stupid bird. <laughs> it won't stop flapping. It doesn't need to. Why don't you learn, bird? <clears throat> they just have a snake loose in the... <laughs> yeah. Fucking Look with animals in space. <laughs> fucking with... This bird is losing his mind over this snake flying around. <laughs> what animal do you think does best in space? Um, I, I, I think that um, ants, probably. And I'm not yeah. just thinking about the classic uh, Homer in space episode of The Simpsons. I think that they are kind of the species on our planet that would act like a xenomorph. Like if ants found their way to another planet, they'd probably take it over. I wonder what their blood does, right? Because they don't have like a closed circulatory system. Hmm. They just got like blood splishing and splashing around inside of their inside their uh, exoskeletons, as I understand it. It's just kind of sloshing around in there. Okay. Well, I'll try to think of a bigger animal that would handle it better. I, I don't think that there's hardly anything that could upset a cow. I think a cow would just float by upside down and be pretty much exactly the same. They're very zen for the most part. I'd like Pigs to see a on dolphin. the other hand. Yeah, a dolphin would be good. Just if he could get his tail going fast enough, he could essentially just use his fins like uh, airplane, you know, wings to kind of steer himself around in the air. I guess the air probably he'd have to get going pretty fast. The air isn't as dense as water. Can you imagine uh, the kind of tricks they could do if there was a Sea World space? Wouldn't the Sea World would be a little bit of a misnomer, but. It's like sea of tranquility, or yeah, space, ocean, yeah, and it's just a big blob of water out in space. (laughs) They're sticking the straw into it. They drink too much. That would be dope. What about just a planet that's nothing but water? Just a big blob of water, and the, and all the whales and shit can swim from one side to the other. Would the planet's core get too cold, and there'd be a big ice cube in it? We'd have to... Like one of those perfectly circular bourbon ice cubes? Yes. Yes, of course. it would. It uh, The weight of the water from the outside would crush the inside water into a solid thing. Damn. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if if it's going to have that kind of uh, cube in the middle, like, there could be entire mixed drink planets. Yeah. Could have a whiskey sour planet. Now we're talking. Margarita planet. Mm hmm. That's we'd have to just keep the water moving around. How so that... pissed off would Jimmy Buffett be if somebody else owned Margarita Planet? Hang on. 
I'm just checking. If uh, SpaceX available. creates <laughs> a margarita planet and does not invite Mr. Buffett or any parrot heads. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh. We can get margaritaplanet.org. <laughs> We're a nonprofit. Just trying to make this dream a reality. Um. Oh, it looks like there's uh, some Chinese company is squatting on margaritaplanet.com. It's uh. Maybe we could get Planet Margarita then. It's from the Wong Tai Sin District, Taipei County, Daiking, Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture. All right. Well, hats off to you guys. You win Margarita Planet. (sighs) Well, that's disappointing. Do you have a Podtron idea? Yes. This is called The Walking It. And uh, I guess this would be uh, like a recap show. Like, remember the Talking Dead? Yeah. Do they still do that? Um, I don't know. Anyway, we could do uh, that, but for the movie It and It Chapter 2. Okay. Are are we doing the new ones? Or are we gonna? I, I guess we'll probably have to do both versions, right? Yeah, and the book. We could do the book as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess we would just break it down chapter by chapter for the book. But this is the walking, not the talking. We need the talking it. If we did the we we could do a, a walk and talking it like an Aaron Sorkin <laughs> style discussion of it. I wonder what Aaron Sorkin thinks about the works of Stephen King. They're they're two preeminent American voices of the late twentieth century. Mm. I'd I'd like to do King on Sorkin, Sorkin on King. Yeah, Sorkin and King on Trump. We could do this on uh, the Night Zoo. <laughs> yeah, our guests this evening are Aaron Sorkin and Stephen King. And uh, and then we're just doing rails of coke instead of smoking. <laughs> I don't think they'd like each other very much, honestly. Are you kidding me? I I bet that if you looked on Twitter, those two retweet each other's epic owns of our orange Cheeto president oh, all that- the time. That's they both true. love to get on a high horse about how bad the president is. Like okay. they both haven't killed a killed someone on the set of a film. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King didn't kill anybody; he just blinded somebody. I think he did kill a man with the remote controlled le- yeah, lawnmower. It was a cinematographer or a cameraman of some sort, but yeah, maybe uh, it was. A shard hit him in the eye and he blinded him. (laughs) 
I mean, there, maybe there's another angle we could take with this. The walking it. The walking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... I, I'm not sure how it's spelled. Could it be the walking IT? It could be. And this would just be where we walk uh, We walk around and uh, diagnose what's wrong with uh, all the junction boxes and uh, cell towers. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not really IT. I guess we could go door to door and ask if if any if people need their computers fixed. Yeah. And would consent to pay us by being interviewed for a podcast. Yeah. We just tell them to try unplugging it. Mhm. Put a lot of viruses on their computer. <laughs> I get we got your bonsai, buddy. <laughs> Forgot about that guy. This is a little purple monkey. I remember they used to have the thing where it'd be like, put a put a real dancing slut on your desktop. <laughs> Do you remember those? Yeah. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> Imagine being the kind of guy who's like, yeah, I'd like to have some dancing whore just going all the time in the corner of my screen. <laughs> It's just doing the dancing baby dance. Do you think that we could make money if we did a legitimate version of that that in no way stole people's information? It, it just really is a... Uh... Just a, an intrusive animated gorilla. <laughs> yeah, I I totally got the bonsai, buddy. Sorry to my mom and dad's uh, computers, computer circa 1998. That, that seemed really cool to me. He shows up on a little surfboard. Yeah, he's like Clippy, but I don't hate him. <laughs> I think there was another one that would like talk in a weird voice. But I can't think of what that one was. But if all of those, like if if there had been legitimate ones, we might still have those things today. It's just everybody found out very quickly like, oh, these are all scams. But a legitimate product, maybe it's a, a walking it. Maybe it's Pennywise the, the clown hanging out on your screen. Yeah. I like that everybody was like, ah, I know better than to download all these viruses. And then instead now they just click on wish.com ads all the time. <laughs> they get me. I, I know that you can't just click on it and see the thing it's going to tell you to download the app but i still i'm like what the hell is this product it looks like an electrified butt plug <laughs> turns out it was an electrified butt plug and i had to buy 20 of them you know for the shipping so if you know anyone mm-hmm. how many market, how, how many of them worked I, I would think you would want to do 20 just to make sure you get a good amount of them that aren't defective. That's true, yeah. And I mean, at the rate that I've blown through them, like literally blow, like just blowing fuses. <laughs> they have a tiny little fuse box in them. You, you need to order the fuses for your electric butt plugs from Wish. No, I just, I keep going Tim, I keep going Tim Taylor on them. 
Oh. Trying to soup him up. I got a big, like a, a big thing on the wall, like an executioner. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to make a suggestion. Uh, internal combustion, you know, make these things run on gasoline. You got to pull a cord to get them going, but they're going to, they're going to rattle a lot harder <laughs> than an electric butt plug ever could. I'm just scared. What if I get the, the start the start cord for the butt plug mixed up with the cord for the anal beads. You don't want to grip mm-hmm. that one and rip it. That's true. Like you probably need to keep your hand on the choke at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Do you got another yeah, this one is Scary Morning with Yoga Girl Fire. Yoga Girl Fire? And Girl Fire is one word. Girl Fire. Yoga Girl Fire. Which, you know, does sound like a very scary morning if there's a Yoga Girl Fire happening. <laughs> Just like that, uh, that Rage Against the Machine album with the the Buddhist monk, mm-hmm. but instead it's like a like a lady with an iced coffee taking and a sip and then self immolating. Yeah. <laughs> just do it, doing like the Namaste pose mm-hmm. and just. I think that this might be like an alternate universe podcast where uh, the good news of the past couple of days didn't happen. Oh. We we could maybe do an alternate history podcast where people are, are doing that thing. Where yoga, where yoga moms are self-immolating. It's another scary morning. Uh, we're podcasting live from the... Yoga girl fire uh, that's roaring in the distance. Uh, they just keep throwing themselves onto the pile. The smell of pumpkin spice is overwhelming. That would be a really sad podcast. Yeah. Sad, scary morning with Yoga Girl Fire. Yeah, it's more of a sad morning than a scary morning. Maybe we make it a Yoga Girl Fire is a like some sort of a superhero type character. Yeah, like Dalsim from uh, from the Street Fighter game. Yeah, which didn't he yell Yoga Fire? He did. Yeah. This is Yoga Girl Fire. It's okay. his daughter. Maybe, maybe, yeah. This this is a fun fanfic podcast where Dalsim and Chun Li uh, do do the uh, Brundle Fly thing. And they could just you know, have sex, right? They don't need to do the Brundle. Oh, and have a child. Oh, <laughs> I, I I wanted like a true, honest to goodness, uh, an amalgamation. A real freak. Yeah. <laughs> 
or or I guess Dalsim could just have a, a student that he teaches his yoga fire trick to. But. Yeah, kind of a Jackie Chan uh, Karate Kid. Hmm. Yeah. But it's Dalsim, and then let's uh, Willow let's... Smith instead of Jade. Oh yeah, yeah. We could get Willow. I don't know Willow. Aren't those kids pretty old now? Mm, well, they're. I'm guessing she's probably around 20 now, 21. Yeah. You so you want like an actual child girl. Yeah. I think it would be better if we had like a very more fire starter. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's a remake of Firestarter. Where Dalsim is the the evil scientist who's performing the the experiments on the children. Yeah, but we do it kind of in the in the uh, in the style of uh, the Karate Kid remake, where it's like, uh, yeah, we'll get like a young like uh, a young Indian American actor, maybe maybe like a, a child actress from uh, Bollywood movies. And this is her big crossover vehicle. Okay. And then we get Drew Barrymore to play her grown up character from Firestarter. But then uh, who's the guy who played Gandhi? Ben Kingsley. Is he still alive? I believe so. Yeah. He's Dalsim. <laughs> We're going to have to do the uh, uh, digital de-aging, though, I think. Maybe and digital uh, limb lengthening as well. <laughs> and right. I'm also a little bit worried, is this an R-rated film? Are we going to find out if Dulcim has that sort of control over all parts of his body? No, this is going to be PG-13. Okay. But there'll be a funny scene where old Grandpa Dalsim is at a at a Starbucks or something, and he like reaches and grabs the cup, and then there's like an older lady who's like, "That's pretty impressive. Does uh, does uh, everything work like that?" And then they're like, "Oh, <laughs> enough that it goes over the kids' heads, you know, so mom yeah. and dad can." Uh, Talk about that later on. But the kids aren't going to bring it up. About a Stretch Armstrong penis. Yeah. Scary morning with Yoga Girl Fire. We didn't really come up with a podcast. We just another movie idea. Yeah. On that one. Maybe that. Maybe the podcast is just us fleshing out the idea of. Our movie. Yeah, it, it could be a story uh, telling podcast, but they, all the stories exist within this universe. Oh, yeah. The scary, <laughs> scary morning with yoga girl fire cinematic universe. All right. Here's what we got this week in school suspension of disbelief, the evening zoo, pool party. OJ's Man Cave, Thrones, The Walking It, and Scary Morning with Yoga Girl Fire. 
What are you thinking? I love OJ's man cave. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. Um, are we going to be able to get contestants uh, to compete? I think we, I'm willing to put fifty dollars on the line. All righty, let's do it. All right, so I like that folks, one too. Folks, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to win fifty dollars. Uh, call in to our podcast hotline. That's seven zero two P O D C A S P, or write to us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail dot com. Tell us how you would spend fifty dollars, and uh, you have to really convince us. And we will if we think that your plan for that fifty dollars is good. Uh, you will get the fifty dollars. Uh, please, no bummers. We don't want anybody with cancer or anything like that. This can't be for a good cause. I'll say that. <laughs> you got to have Only some fun, fun with $50. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear that you don't, that you can't pay your rent or some horse shit like that. Maybe you can't pay your rent and you're going to spend the $50 uh, to paint the entire your entire house a terrible color before you're thrown out. I, I would give $50 to that. Yeah. What what color do you think it should be? I would say gold. Ooh. Good call. I, I was going to go with like a puke green, but I, I think like a bright idea. color would be like kind of like, uh, but somebody might be like, oh, it's cute. But gold, if you get metallic gold paint and just paint yeah. everything gold. <laughs> no one is, no one is going to like that. The haunted Midas house. <laughs> Kill somebody in there too. All right, folks. Uh, again, if you, uh, if you want to participate in OJ's man cave, uh, give us a call or an email. You know the place. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to listen to OJ's Man Cave, head to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Uh, we put up a bonus episode trying out our idea for a podcast every Friday. Uh, our most recent one was, uh, we put it out for free. It was called Haiku Corner, and we just uh, st- tried to s- spend an entire hour uh, reading haikus that we had written. And uh, I think it was one of our better episodes. I liked it. It was it was a lot of fun. But there's a lot of other good episodes if you head to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. So go check that out. Uh, and other than that, I'll say I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. And I forgot to cue up the outro music. Ba-ba-de-o-do. 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 Ba-ba-de-o-do.